They probably will, just to piss me off even more. Yeah, it's gonna Yeah, so anyway. It's gonna be the whole goal. Alright, so we're, uh, me and Chris are here watching game six with about four minutes and three seconds left, three to one, Minnesota. So, uh, I'll be busy. So, Chris is, uh, me and Chris are gonna knock out a real quick little podcast here. So, all it looks like that the Blues are going to lose game six once again and be knocked out of the playoffs in the first round. And once again, a team that is destined to be a Stanley Cup favorite is out early. And yeah. So, once again, uh, Oshie scored kind of with two seconds left in the third or which second, is great. which is fine, but he hasn't really been there. Um, two really weak goals by Jake Allen, but you, I'm honestly, yeah, you can fault him for it this game. It's fine. That's what, that's what Mike Milbury did. And uh, here comes Granlund in, and uh, luckily he blew it. Look at and now Elliot's like dry humping Zach Parise. Um, so I mean, it's dude, it's look. The problem with this team is a compounding problem that's been for years, and, and we've said it. They said it today in between periods. Is that you know the veteran players don't step up, and how many years in a row is it that the same damn players? Just stand there and don't produce. Uh, so pretty much the the on Twitter has been really bad <laughs> over the last couple minutes. And I'll be honest, I, I said a couple things on Twitter just the last couple minutes. I'm not really happy. I pretty much said that uh, to the Blues, and this is not against you, Mr. Thomas Dillman, because you care. Yeah. Have you put money into this team? And, and Armstrong cares. It seems like he's given all the tools and whatever, and people can say it's Hitch. They can say whatever. It's The onus is on all of them at the end of the day. Yeah. So my thing is, I'm done with you guys. You will not get a dime of my money in merchandise or ticket sales, anything, until I see some effort. Yeah. This I had no problem losing this series because I knew it would be a tough series because Minnesota was playing really well and Devin Dubnik's been on fire. I have no problem if you worked hard and Minnesota just on a roll and you had a bunch of close games and lost. Yeah. Look at Winnipeg, for example. I agree. Who were... Had an, a really good series against Anaheim. Anaheim led a whopping 38 minutes out of four games and swept that series somehow. Yeah. So they just had lucky bounces and score at the end of the game, unfortunately. Like, would that devastate me more if that happened? I don't know. I, I think it would devastate me more because it would have been, like, closer. I'm literally pissed right now because this team doesn't give a flying... Uh, Goalies pulled yes, two minutes left. Two minutes, three minutes left, and Elliot just went off. A flying crap about anything. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe I see this effort. There's some guys out there that have played well. I think Petrangelo proved that he is an elite defenseman in this series. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, I agree. His defensive game has been great. Uh, he has played great. He had a couple of misplays, whatever. But Shankirk, you, great. Shankirk's been fine. Tarasenko, phenomenal. You did catch a bear. Good job, man. Um, but again, it's the same people who we don't talk about game after game after game. It's Steen. It's Bacchus. It's, you know, go down the lineup. It's all of the Paul Stasby, where are you? Yori Laterra, God bless you for coming back this game. You're not right. You can see it in your play today. Your passes aren't there. You're not taking face-offs. You should have sat out. You should have sat out and let somebody else play, and here comes the other. 
Um, you should have let somebody else play who was 100%. It's, it's, it's the same stuff. TJ Oshin, you got a goal today. That's awesome. But How many turnovers has there been? How many times have you uh, not fought hard enough for a puck? You know how many other things have happened, and then there's a for some reason they cleared it right to, and the game is over, over. four to one. Um, I'll tell you right now, and I said this I think on Facebook and Twitter after Game Five. I will never again pick the St. Louis Blues to win a playoff series until they finally win one. I don't care if this team goes eighty-two and zero next season. I don't care. I don't care if they're playing a junior varsity team of girls. I will not pick the Blues to ever win another playoff series until they win it. Yeah, there's a couple guys that are showing the bench shots right now. Different guys on the bench. I showed Tarasenko, and that dude. I don't Everybody know, on that this dude team looked, better go up to him and say they're sorry. And Jackman, that dude looks like he's almost in tears right now. Do you see that? Yep. That dude looks like he's in tears right now because he knows this is the last game. He just knew that. He's done. He's gone. He knows that there's a not, there's legitimate chance he is not going to be a St. Louis Blue next year for the first time in his career. And that said, I am legit upset for that guy because he's put his heart and soul to this team, and his team was god-awful. And he had to be a front-line defenseman along with yeah. uh, Eric Brewer, sadly enough. You, but, know, you know what's weird, though? is like As upset as I am about this, I'm still not as, like heartbrokenly sad as I was this time last year. Like I, I, I'm just going to say it. Like I kind of expected it again. And I hate to say it because I think we're better than we were last year, but it's just it's the yep, same that's story. It. That's it, Hitch. Pull the goalie again. Yeah, we're really going to need it with three minutes left. Just let it go, man. It's done. Like you're, you're done. You're done. Everybody's done. Sorry, man. Sorry. So, and this is I'm. I'll call it right now. Uh, this is Hitchcock's last game. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, he's gone. The way that he coached this game, and, and it's done. And yeah. So then the, uh, the thing. The, you want to know what sealed Hitchcock's fate? Was the comment he made on TV about you got to stick with Jake Allen and then a minute later pulling him. Yep. That's like, that's, that's done. You're done. You either stand by that comment or you don't say that comment. You got to realize that's on national TV, man. You just legit said that, like, I trust this guy and he needs to learn. Yep. And then uh, you made yourself look like a buffoon. So it looks like you have no idea what you're doing to a degree. Yeah. Um. So let's just go ahead and say 56 seconds left, and the Blues are with an empty net again, but it's pretty much over. Oh, dude. Um. I am more. Last year, I think it was just more of a sadness for me. Compared to, I knew that'd be tough against the Hawks. I really didn't think, you know, I knew it'd be. I knew this'd be a tough series too. But last year with the Hawks, we scored late goals and there's effort every game. Yeah, and yeah. you know that's that's the difference between this year and last year. Like last this year, how many games we uh, we must be behind because it's a wild eliminate Blues. Yep, we are way behind. So and the Blues are officially out of the playoffs now. Yeah, you know it's. It, it's just, it's laughable and expected, and I'm so numb to it now. Like I, I don't want to be. I don't want to like. I don't want to be so complacent and feel like oh, you know it's whatever. But I do. Like it's just. I mean, <laughs> it's the same shit every year. Every I just, year. I just don't get it, man. Uh, at the end of the day. Um, 
there's going to be sweeping changes uh, oh, one yeah. way or another. So uh, for anybody who's watching, I hope you maybe tape this game if there's some favorite play you have because that's not the lineup you're going to see next year. How soon do you think Stillman starts making changes? I uh, dude, I wouldn't. I think it'll be. I think there's you, a there's a lot. Think, I think he'll. I think he'll be you gone. Think Hitchcock makes it through next week without being fired. Yeah, I think he'll wait after the playoffs. You never know, man. I, I, Hitch is gone one way or another. I, you know what? I'll take that. I'll say he's gone by next week. I'll say about it before they start the second round. They'll the day you know there'll be some between days when they're getting ready. That's the day they'll pull him in and be like, "Sorry, you're gone. We're not gonna re, we're not gonna sign you to a new contract." I kind of agree with that because I think that you're gonna have to start identifying who you want to go after. Be it a Dan Bilesma or you know anyone else who may and, be out on the market. And I want him to shoot high. And I, I don't want Bradshaw or Kirk Muller. If that happens, I will be so pissed because I do not. I want fresh faces. I'm yeah, tired I, of the. I'm tired of this. We've had the same assistant coaches since. Uh, was it Kitchen was yeah. here? Well, I don't. I, I think that's part of the problem too. Is if you're going to same voices, coach, I want new voices all around. Right, and that was what I never understood with Hitchcock is they brought in him as a new coach, but then they kept the supporting cast. It's like that doesn't make sense to me. It makes you wonder if this would have been different if you would have let Hitchcock from day one bring in his team. Yeah, so I don't know, but at the end of the day, there has to be changes across the board. And I, yeah. I the reason we're recording right now because me and Chris are just talking, and I was like super fired up, and I'm just like, why don't I just put something on yeah. and record this? Because yeah. at the end of the, okay, so at the end of the day, there has to be changes. I want somebody, I want a high profile guy. I, I'm. I don't want some guys in juniors that were looking to that's like want a bunch of juniors or some crap like that. I'll tell you right now. I don't want some guy in AHL who's AHL's won a lot. I want. It would not surprise me if Fabry takes Oshie's spot next year. Oh yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm talking coaching wise right now, but I'm thinking I want like I said Bilesma, and if he's available, I I want Babcock. Like like you said, if he at least Detroit, like he's Toronto bound. Possibly just because of just his Canada connections and right. maybe going home type thing. But my thing is, like, you look at that roster. I agree. And you look at our roster. Like, when, who is closer to a cup? No, I agree. And, I, you know, there, there's people online who are like, oh, well, no one wants to take this job in St. Louis. I know I don't want Todd McClellan. No. And, no. Oh, no. No. Not at all. No. Not at all. Um, people need to understand that the St. Louis job in the NHL is a sexy job. Just because it's St. Louis doesn't mean anything. It, it is a sexy job to the degree of the St. Louis Cardinals now in baseball because the team is right there. They just need to find some way to motivate whoever's going to be on this team next year to get over the hump. And I think along with this coach change will be player changes. I'll tell you right now, I'm really bummed that this didn't happen a year before because I would have loved to have Barry Trotz. Yep, that would have been. Or, or, um, Guy in Anaheim now. Boudreaux? Yeah. Either one of those guys. I think would have been perfect fit for the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, there's another uh, man, another team, another blown opportunity. St. Louis Blues fans, how much do you miss, miss Quinville now? Yep. I mean, that was something like I, I never got that when it happened when I was younger. I never got that. I was like, I thought, yeah, he didn't go far in the playoffs, but, you know, it was that we were successful every year. Well, well, he, he was, was a third round. The Western Finals. Yeah, so, I mean, we went to like, the Western Finals, and you're knocking on the door. I don't understand why they pulled the trigger on him. But anyway, that's another time. Uh, so, at the end of the day, percentage chance of coaching change? 85. I give it 98. Okay. I'm saying it's pretty much a for sure thing. I was saying that was Hitch's, like, pretty much a last chance. And it looks like that's the thing. So, um 
uh, player-wise, who is gone in your in your eyes? Um, we talked about this yesterday. I think that he had a great series, but unfortunately, I think Bergman's gone because of his money. I think Oshie has played himself out of the job. I think that um, I think you never know about Berglund, depending on the trades. Yeah, I'm thinking if someone some for some reason takes somebody like Steve Ott, if yeah. somebody somebody takes somebody like Oshie and you go in with cheaper guys, you never know about Berglund. Yeah, keep going. So uh, I think uh, Gunnarsson's gone. I think that depending on the money, um, Jackman. Well, yeah, Jackman. I think poor guy. If he comes back to in a limited role, uh, McCulloch possibly gone. Yeah. Um, I think he's got a no trade, but again, depending on who, I think they shop him is, uh, Alkstein. Uh, Bacchus might be safe. I don't know. I think that C on his chest is what's going to save him. Yeah. I think honestly, like trading your captain is like a big deal. Like as much as like we traded Eric Gore, oh, no, that was, that was a rebuilding type thing. So I got that, yeah. but I really think trading your captain is like a huge deal. So I think. That C is at the end of the day going to save him from the ridicule, yeah, save him from getting shipped off. Um, I, I really think it's a shorter list of who's safe, and I think the, the safe list is Tarasenko, Schwartz, um, Stasny, uh, and outside of those three on offense, I mean that on defense, Shaq, Kirk, Petro, Allen is safe. He had a horrible game today. Uh, I think he's safe. I think Elliot's gone. I think Elliot is going to go to the. I don't know. Right now I, I really Allen. don't. I really don't know now. Honestly, with this game with Allen with the two softies now, who knows what management's going to do now? They might say like, we need to. We'll make this guy happy and maybe install him back at the starter and just tell Allen like, you got another year just sitting on the sidelines and then you're up and then you'll be. You know, we think you'll be ready. Yeah. I think there's a better chance due to what happened in this game. I was 100%. I thought Elliot was gone. He's going to ask for a trade or whatever. Oh, yeah, when, this, when this happened and Elliot came in, I was like, and Allen had those two really, really bad, bad goals. goals. They were bad goals. I 100% agree there. And I think that might have just clicked it back over to Brian Elliott. Do you package some of your high-profile players who haven't performed in the playoffs and go after an goal? Do you go to Florida and try to get Luongo? Uh, he has a no trade. But anyway, I get your point, though. Um, do, you, do you target someone and go, just get it done? Yeah. Um, do you go after, at the end of the day, I say no. Do you go after a... Carey uh, uh, Price. Not Carey Price, because they're not going to let go of them. But look at Boston. The horrible year they had. Like Rask or something like that. Do you go like after that. a Tuka Rask? Yeah, man, they have salary cap numbers. You never know. If they wanted somebody like, let's throw it out there, say like Oshie and Elliott... And remember, there was rumors earlier this year that they were sniffing around TJ Oshie. Yes, who knows if they do. But I think that if Allen being the – I I wouldn't – I would get percentage chance. Hypothetical trade. If you could get both guys on each side to wear their no-trade clause, would you trade uh, Oshie and Steen for Tugarask? Not both. And maybe maybe like a pick or something coming something, back. Somebody back, let's just say um, – Let's say somebody like uh, Marshand or something like that. Sure. Let's just say something like that. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I wouldn't sit there and down it. Yeah. Honestly, and then you maybe said Elliot up to Edmonton for a pick or something like that. I mean, I, I, uh, I would be opposed to it. Heading, but, I mean, it, it is, dude. It really, I mean, we have to score goals. We have to. But and then people online are saying, uh, on Twitter, they were like, well, technically it should be a 0-0 game or at the time. And then it was going to be just two goals. Well, then look at it. Look at uh, Minnesota's eyes. Like that one was really weak on Dubnik. All of those goals, except for the last goal, pull out the 
Trevor Parise's goal to start the third. Every goal scored in this game where there was a goalie in net was a weak goal. But you know what we're coming back to, unfortunately, outside of one game? What's the problem once again? Not enough scoring, which is crazy on how you bring guys in. It just blows me away. Uh, We talked about this is a guy I was interested in talking about, uh, bringing in. And I said, when I want new guys to come in, I want guys that are proven playoff guys. Uh, Parise proved that when he was in New Jersey, had a run. And then this series, he stepped up this game. And look how big he was the last two games. Um, A guy like Justin Williams. Like, maybe, like, yeah, okay in the regular season. In the playoffs, the dude just gets it done. He has two cups to his name now. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Maybe people will rip me for that, whatever. But I think that's some, that's – I'm, I'm tired of having regular season success. You can have 50 in a row Central Division titles, yeah, and I'm I, done with it. I said that on Twitter. Like, I don't care anymore about – I'm done with presidents, trophies. I'm I done. About, I'm, I don't care about home advantage. I don't care about any of that. Don't care. Get in and win. That's all I care about. Get in after game 82 and win 16 motherfucking games. Because as we've shown the last three years, we've had home ice advantage in every series. Home ice for us means precisely dick. They have they won one of three games on home ice this year. Yeah. And then last year they won. Let's see, they won the two. first two and then they lost the next two, right? They're uh, two and two last year because they lost four after that. Yeah. They lost. Well, they won the first two and then they lost. They lost game five at home. Year before that, won the first two, lost game five at home. Yeah. So two and one, two and one, and then one and two this year. So one you thought maybe the yeah, well, one and three. No, one one two, one two. So but anyway, uh just to put a wrap on it instead of us just going on and rambling. So once again, our St. Louis Blues are out of the playoffs in the first round. Again. So it's gonna be hot. So, hot. so there was there was a couple of things I saw on Twitter. We point I don't know if we didn't record yet, but on the the game five there's uh, rumors of a guy throwing a jersey on the ice after the last confirmed. goal, which was confirmed. No photographic evidence, but a ton of people at the game on Twitter said, yeah, there was a jersey on the ice. Yeah, there was a jersey on the ice. And no, that's not because he's not a real fan. Blues. He's frustrated as hell. Yeah. There's people I, there's people who've been season ticket holders for, since the team has been there. And I know one person who um, has a decent job, but he loves St. Louis Blues, and he gets his tickets are literally the top row of the place, the cheapest yeah. possible season ticket you can get. And that man pours $1,600 a year just in tickets and goes to every game. And you got to think about just getting down in gas and then paying for some parking sometimes or whatever you're doing to get down there or whatever. You're probably pouring another four or $500 a year into that. I'll tell you right now, when the St. Louis Blues office calls me, and they do every year, to buy season tickets, my response is going to be simple. Win a playoff series and then call me. It's pretty simple. And I, like I said, I'm not going to put a dime into your team. In any sort of way, until I see I see some changes and some legit effort in the playoffs. Yep. Like, it, is it going to be a year before I buy something? I'm going to try my damnedest. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm going to try my hardest to sit there and like I love. At the end of the day, I love the St. Louis Blues. I truly do. But I'm done with these players. Yep. And I don't care what free agent you bring in this year. I don't care what trades you make because I rode that road the last two years with the Ryan Miller trade and the Paul Stastny acquisition. Win me some games in April, buddy. Win me some games, and, and yeah, I'll come back around. Yeah. I love your team. I want to watch every game on TV. If I get free tickets, I'm going to go. But I am done. Done with getting these players, not this team, these players, my money. And I'm, that's sorry, Mr. Stillman, if you're listening to this rambling. But uh, it's not your fault because you've... You, you, everything you, want you love this team. Like, if it, if there was Tom... I would, love to, I would love to be in the room right now with Tom Stillman. 
And I wish I could be in there and record a conversation with him right now and be like, sir, tell me why this team can't perform. There's no answer. And then he'll provide the same answer as us. I don't know. We have all the tools, and then they're not applying them. Yeah. So I guess we need to look in another direction. That's what I would say. And I I cannot wait for the exit interviews. Uh, so we'll, we and Chris will try and record here and there during the playoffs. We'll do it. We'll see. Sure. But I admit, as soon as the Blues are out, I have a two-week. I'm pretty pissed. I have about 48 hours. I, mean, I go long because it's like starts as really hot for like about three or four days and then it cools down. I'll watch tonight. Tonight, tonight, I was gonna. I'm going to go see Kevin Smith at the pageant. Yeah. I was gonna wear a Blues jersey and kind of have my Kevin Smith. I got my Kevin Smith attire. Right. <laughs> jersey well, you're and shorts. Pee on my jersey today, so I feel like it's kind of appropriate that I keep this on. Yeah. So it kind of it's indicative of what how it happened today. <laughs> so, but yeah. So it kind of. Uh, I apologize for that, by oh, the way. Right, it's fine. You're not rules. He's all right. So. Real little wrap up, real quick. You want to get hold of us at Blues Hockey NHL on Twitter at JPM Blues Fan Twenty One. That might change. Yeah, uh, I'm at Hustle Blues, and if you need to reach the Blues, you go look at the bottom of the fucking trash can. Yeah, so um, Blues Hockey Podcast on uh, Facebook. Um, I'm not going to put Melissa in, out there because I feel bad for. Her. I don't want you to be associated yeah, with the Blues right now. Melissa's too nice to be associated <laughs> with, with, with what we're rambling on right now. We don't need to be associated with us. So I appreciate the thing I do appreciate is everybody listening yes. throughout the year and going guys. through this roller coaster ride. We're all a family, man. We all feel the same way. We're all frustrated. We all love this team. But I think we all, as fans, know deep down that changes have to be made. And there are going to be crowd favorite players who need to go. And it's not because we don't like them. But this is a performance-based league, and they are not performing. Yep, simple as that. So, all right, we'll uh, keep you guys up any updates about the podcast. And uh, once that comes about, we'll let you know it's official. So, anyways, everybody, thanks for listening. Blue's out in six. Eh, fuck me. Talk to you guys later.